1: You can
2: see this young man, he's gonna try to make a decision. The path on the left is the light. That's doing life with Jesus. The path on the right is a dark path. That individual, if that's what they choose, they're gonna do life with their own wisdom. You'll see, that's a darkness, it doesn't work. So that is the basics. Just look at that today and say, where are you? Which path are
0: you on? Choices. People are faced with all kinds of choices every day. Some are as simple as choosing the color of socks to wear. Others are more difficult, like deciding to get out of bed and face another day that you dread to face. Pastor Mark will be teaching about the ultimate choice you have to make, whether to live your life your own way or to surrender it to God through Jesus Christ. Pastor Mark will be talking about the emptiness that every person on earth feels. He'll tell you why you feel it, what you can do to avoid feeling it, and what the ultimate remedy to that empty feeling is. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of today's broadcast. Now, here's Pastor Mark in Proverbs chapter 3 as he continues his message, 2020, following God's vision for your life.
2: Now, as you've turned to Proverbs chapter 3, let me start with something very different. Vince Lombardi, speaking to his team, the Packers, Green Bay Packers, at the start of the training camp in 1961, they had just had a difficult time and had lost, and he said this, he held up, he got all the team together, they were kind of being in a challenging place, and he held up a football and he said, this is a football. What he was trying to do was to remind the team of the fundamentals of football. He was saying, "Let's get back to the basics." I'm going to give you some basics of Christianity. Sometimes new people, of course, are in all our campuses. Also, you've been here for a while, but sometimes we simply just forget the basics, and we have to have that. See, Christianity is not complicated. So just listen, see how you do as we go. Here's the first one. This is the only one that's on the slide. The rest I'm going to talk about. Here's one of the basics of Christianity. Life is a journey lived on one of two paths. Every single person I'm talking to, that's true. Let me expand that. Every single person in the world is on a journey. And there are only two paths. You can see this young man, he's going to try to make a decision. The path on the left is the light. That's doing life with Jesus. The path on the right is a dark path. That individual, if that's what they choose, they're going to do life with their own wisdom. You'll see, that's a darkness. It doesn't work. So that is the basics. Just look at that today and say, where are you? Which path are you on? And let me go now to the others. You just saw there's only two paths in life, only two. You're either following God or you're following yourself. Really, you're following Satan. Here's the second. There's only two destinations. At the end of the path, at your death, my death, there's only two destinations. There's not 27. There's two. Heaven and hell. Number three, God gives every person to choose their own path and their own destination. You have a free will from God. He gave you the opportunity to make a choice. Next, God's plan for every person, of course, here's his will, is to choose to follow God and his wisdom, which means it leads to a life, not an ordinary life, a life where we just don't survive, but we thrive because we have purpose and meaning from God. Next, God allows every person to make their own choice. You would like to think that God would just say, no, you are have no choices. I want you in heaven. This is the way you're going to go. No, he never did that. In the garden, he gave a choice to Adam and Eve. You can have it all. Just don't touch that one. What did man do? Touch that one. You see, you have a choice. I have a choice of how we're going to live here and where we're going to live when we die. It's not just to church people. It's to every single person in the world. Now, that person that chooses their wisdom, their life will be filled with no purpose, no meaning, no hope, and it ends in hell with Satan. Here's something you'll see. You already know this. Life is not a playground. It's a battleground. But if we choose God's plan, he promises to direct us on the path. Now, here's two verses. You already know them, but it's good to see them. Psalm 1611. You, God, will show me the way of life, granting me the joy of your presence. As a Christian, we never do life alone. We always do it with God. And the pleasures of living with you forever. So not only do we life as a Christian, do life with God right here, but when we get to heaven, we'll be with him forever. There's, maybe it's too early for an amen, but I would like an amen somewhere. Are you okay with that? Okay. Here it is, John 10.10. 10. I have come that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. If I wanted to change that verse, I would say Jesus Christ came so that we could thrive by having a personal relationship with him. A lifestyle that's full of meaning, full of purpose, and full of joy. See, what Jesus promises is a life that you and I could never, ever, ever imagine. It's just better than it is. Now, it doesn't make it perfect. You know that. So I want you to turn to your neighbor. And you have to put a smile on it or they're going to make you unhappy very much. You want to turn to your neighbor and say, I was born to thrive. Come on. I was born to thrive. Good. If somebody didn't say that to you, just turn to them right now with a gentle heart and just say to them, you didn't get it. Come on, just say it. to you didn't get it. So what are you doing? You're just surviving. I'm so glad I'm not teaching to a group of people that are just surviving. Although when I look, (laughs) you're going to need the sermon. All right, now, here we go. There's a problem with what you just said. J.M. Lewis made a powerful statement. The tragedy of life... Is not that it ends so soon, but we wait so long to begin it. Now, I happened to be five years old when I became a Christian. But many of you, 20, 30, 40, 50, and when you became a Christian, I guarantee you, you look back and go, I wish I'd have been a Christian earlier. Anybody want to say amen to that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, why did you wait so long? Because you're in a warfare. Satan says, no, 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 don't go over there. That's miserable. You don't want that. He's a liar. And so this is what he's saying. And so what we're going to do today, I'm going to share with you the path of life, how we can live better than you ever imagined. I don't care where you're at. There will be unbelievers here, believers, people that have walked away from God, got on a different path. And then many of us, we just kind of It's just an ordinary life. I had my coffee this morning, Pastor Mark. I'm late to church like always, and here we are. You're going to learn some things that are very different. Is that okay with you? Okay. Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6. Take a look at your Bibles. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your paths straight. Now, What you see in that verse, you see three commands from God, not three suggestions. Three commands, I'll give them to you. And then one promise if we keep these three commandments. We get a promise from God. So here's the first one, command number one. Notice how it starts. Do trust in God. Now, trust sometimes is a different kind of a word. We talked about that. It means to lean with full body to rest full weight upon it means to be totally confident i can trust in that when you get on a plane you're trusting the pilot you're trusting the mechanic when you're going to a restaurant you're trusting that the chef is good food and he washed his hands before he prepared your food and when you walked in today you didn't sit there at your seat and go i wonder if this seat will hold me you know you trust it so that's what it means but spiritually it's different spiritual trust means transferring our dependence, trust equals dependence, and confidence on God or to God. So I'm to trust in God. Interesting. A lot of people trust in God for eternity, their heaven, but they struggle trusting God here on earth. Now, I'm going to give you a TV commercial. Many of you have seen it. It's a funny thing, but it's such a picture of the opposite of trust. It's titled Okay Surgeon. I know some of you have seen it. A husband and wife are in a hospital room. The husband's going to have surgery. He's awaiting that. His wife is there with him, and there's a nurse in the room. So the wife says to the nurse, have you ever worked with this surgeon before? And she says, yes, he's okay. After she says that, the door of the room opens, and here comes the surgeon. He enters in, and he says, guess who was just reinstated to do surgery again? (laughs) And then quietly says to the nurse, well, not officially. (laughs) Then the surgeon asks the patient, are you nervous? And the patient says, well, actually, yes. And then he says, me too. As the surgeon walks out of the door, he says to the patient, don't worry about it. Somehow we'll figure this out. Now, how many, if I give you his name, would you have surgery under this man? You're an idiot. If you you'll be dead. See, that's crazy. What did that man lack? Nobody's going to put trust in him. You know, we're humans. I'd like to say that everything we say and do, you can trust. No, it's not true. Sometimes we can't be trusted. But I want to tell you, somebody can be trusted with every area of his life. His name is God. You can trust him. If everything goes crazy, you can trust him. Because in the end, remember, everything works together for good. You can trust him in every single area of your life. 100% of the time. He's trustworthy, he's dependable. He's never failed you. He has all wisdom. His sight is 2020. He knows exactly what's happening. Now, notice the next part of this. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Well, the heart is the control center where our decisions are made in life. It means to lean with full body to rest our total self on God. And if you have a picture of that, it's kind of like this kind either either a wooden crutch Or a mental crutch. That, if you broke your leg or had something wrong, you had a little surgery on your foot or whatever, you'd have this. And the first time you tried this, you're going to wonder, is this going to work or not? But the longer you worked with it, guess what happened? You began to do what? Trust it. And you could do what? You could lay your weight on it. You could depend on it. It's going to work. And pretty soon, if you're pretty good... You can do this. You can walk down the path of life, even with a crazy crutch. Am I right? Yeah, so that's trust. That's what we're talking about. Put your full weight on that. Allow that to support you. Now, the second command, don't lean on your own understanding. So we're back to a crutch. I can lean and put my whole weight On God. But understanding is an interesting word. It's human wisdom. It's my will, what I want to do. And what the scripture says, don't lean, don't depend. Don't trust your own human wisdom or human will. Now, what does that mean? Well, now I need one or two volunteers just to try to walk with this. It's not too far to fall here. And we have medical people here. They worked under the doctor. If you look at this, this is our wisdom. Now, I'm not saying your PhD is bad. I'm not saying your IQ is low. I'm saying it's our wisdom to make decisions spiritually. What's the scripture say? Don't what? Lean on my own wisdom. But what do we do sometimes? We don't even talk to God. We just lean on our own wisdom. He says, don't do that. It will not work. Leaning on our own wisdom spiritually will never, ever work. Making decisions on life on that path by yourself will never work. It'll never work. That's what it says. Trust in God. Don't trust in your own wisdom. Now, you know what? I just said it, but it's good for us to see it. The rubber crutch of human understanding of our wisdom, it simply doesn't work. Now, we've all been there because we've done that and we had to turn around and come back because the thing we wanted to do was just our emotion. God never told us. We didn't even ask him. We just went out and did our own thing. Now, let me read you what happens with our own wisdom. The book of Proverbs is about wisdom, God's wisdom. Proverbs 28, 26. He who trusts in himself, careful, is a fool, but he who walks in wisdom, God's wisdom, is kept safe. So we have to be careful, because even many believers think they can trust in their wisdom and their understanding, and they can live a successful life. No, the Bible says you cannot. It will not work. That's why some people who come to Christ, they get saved, they like their sins being forgiven, they're wonderful, but pretty soon they just leave God out of the picture, and they just go on and do life by themselves. It doesn't work. Can I just say this to you? When we are on this journey of life... It is not a sprint. It's a marathon. And the whole time we're doing this life with God, there's an enemy against us. His name is Satan. So you have to be careful. Now, here's number three. Proverbs 3, 6. In all your ways. How many? All my ways acknowledge him. So here's command. Do acknowledge God. Now, acknowledge is an interesting term. It means a term of relationship, a term to know deeply and intimately, not just know. You see, this means this, acknowledge God, to know God personally and to seek his will for our lives. Sometimes we don't trust God because we really don't know God. We know about God, especially unbelievers. If you'll ask them, do you believe in God? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, do you talk to him? Do you have a relationship with him? What do you mean? See, many people were raised to know about God as a religion. And that's wrong. Jesus didn't come to set up a religion. He came to this earth to set up a relationship with us. Now, that word there, acknowledge, interesting. That word means intimate In Adam and Eve, it says that they knew one another. What did that mean? That was sexual intercourse. That's how the world got started. Intimate. They didn't know about, oh, I know about you. I know your name. No, it was an intimate relationship. So then I ask you already, it says all your ways. It's in every area of my life. So I can't compromise and say, God, I'll trust you here. But I don't think I'll trust you over here. I can handle this. No, that's not the way it works. Notice what it said. In all your ways. All means all. That's where that relationship comes from. Now, I put my full weight on God, not in my own wisdom. Anytime that I move away and decide I'm going to try to do this, watch me. You're going to try to do this and this, how you think you're going to do Am I right? And then sometimes when you see that, go, well, I think I can do better like this. I'll just do it myself. No, the end of that is a disaster. We've all been there. Because when you go down the wrong path of your wisdom, you know what happens? You'll get to a point you have to turn around and come back and start over again. Because it made it worse than better. We've all been there. Don't look at me like, Pastor Marco, I've never done that. You just did right now. Because you've not been truthful. We've all gone to our own way. And we had to say, God, I'm sorry. I'm coming back. Because there's consequences when we don't obey God. Now, Pastor Mark, I want to trust God and turn every year of my life to his control. But how do I do that? Let me give you two ways. God's path for us will be well marked by two things. The word the Bible, and by prayer. Number one, we acknowledge God by learning and obeying his word. Remember, God gave us his word that we might come to know him, know his character. When we're in the Bible, we see who God is. The more I know God's word, the more I trust him. The longer you live with your spouse, the more you trust him. In fact, so much so, a spouse can know what you're about to say right now. They're that smart. God knows what you're going to say. The more I know him, the more I can trust him because we see it over and over and over again. If we trust God, listen, this is very important. This is where people don't get it. If we trust God, I have to trust his word. Well, Pastor Martin, i not too much into the word stuff. Well, wait a minute. That doesn't work. How did you come to know to trust God? Well, you had to read the Bible, that he's all-knowing, that he'll forgive you of your sins. He'll give you a new start. So you can't say, well, I have a great relationship with God, but I'm not too much into the word. By the way, our world, that's the way our world is right now. You know that. There's a program on Sunday mornings, and it's these commentators. They just talk about things, and I was listening last week to somebody who had listened to this program. And this individual, supposedly very brilliant, he said in this program, it's all over television. Millions of people watch it. And I don't even know how they got on the subject, but he said this. Do you know that there's actually people in the world that believe in Noah? What idiots are they? Well, the person that's an idiot is the one that just talked. But do you see what that does to our younger generation? What do you mean? when I heard that, I said, I wish I would have been there as part of the group. And I would have said, God, would you just get a little strike to his hair and just put it on fire and curl it up to nothing? And then I would say, "Uh, that was Noah, actually. Did Jesus believe in Noah and the ark? Oh, you don't know that, eh? He talks about it in the New Testament. Well, I'm not into the Old Testament. No, the Old Testament is proven by the New Testament. See, if you don't believe in the Bible, you will never have a relationship with God. Never.
0: That's all we have time for today on Lessons for Living. This time in our nation's history is unlike anything that we've ever experienced. It can be confusing and stressful. We know you may be feeling alone. We're so glad you joined Pastor Mark today to study God's Word. We pray you found comfort in what you've heard. Maybe today you're hearing about Jesus for the very first time. If so, we want to tell you more. Please take a few minutes and visit calvaryccm.com. There you'll find a tab simply labeled Jesus. This page will tell you all about the Savior of the world and how you can be forgiven of all your sins right now. You can have a relationship with Jesus today, no matter what your past looks like. We pray today you choose to take this step of faith. If you'd like to talk to someone about this, or if you'd like someone to pray with you, please give us a call. Our phone number is 866-779-3441. Again, that's 866-779-3441. We also want to invite you to join us for our virtual church service this weekend. Join Pastor Mark on Saturday at 6 p.m. or Sunday at 8.30 and 10.45 a.m. on our website. Again, that's calvaryccm.com. Or you can search for Calvary Chapel Melbourne on Facebook, YouTube, and Roku. If you'd like to listen to more of Pastor Mark's messages now, those can be found on our website too. One more time, that's calvaryccm.com. Thanks for joining us today, and we hope you'll tune in again right here on Lessons for Living.
1: In a hurry